Welcome to the Homeschool Loftcast, a podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal at the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of a home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. A few weeks ago, Tina interviewed one of her best friends, Lynn Gregory, who is not a homeschooler. And they had a great discussion about mutual respect and maintaining relationships when friends make educational choices for their children. And today, it is my turn as I am joined in studio by one of my longtime forever and ever best friends, Becky Schomer. Becky and I have known each other for 17 to 18 years, I would say. And our entire families are friends with each other. Now, before we jump into our discussion, let me tell you that Becky is a mom of four adult children, all of whom were schooled in the Green Bay Area public school system. She is a Jesus lover and has been since before she even had kids. In addition to being a mom and a wife, she works in kids ministry for 20 years and has been very dear friends with me for most of our parenting years. Welcome my friend, Becky Schomer. Thank you, Jenny Tetzner. I'm so excited to be with you. I made it through the intro, you guys. You did. I, I didn't even laugh or anything. I was you trying guys, really hard to not look at you. I told, I told Becky, don't look at me or it's not, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> and so we didn't make eye contact the whole entire time. Nope. Now here's the thing. I said worked in kids ministry. Yes. And then I caught myself there because you, you, are you currently still working in kids ministry or kind of a little bit all over the board? Well, I volunteer in kids ministry yeah, now. Exactly. I've worked, well, I volunteered in kids ministry, really. The 20 plus years was mostly volunteerism. Yeah. Then there was a period of time where I literally professionally worked in kids ministry. Mm. And now professionally, I've kind of shifted towards grown ups, but I still volunteer yeah. with kids as much as I can because, you know, it's tough with the grown ups, you kids guys. Are the best. <laughs> So true. And I'll tell you what, <clears throat> that's going to be part of this conversation, in fact. But Great. so as I mentioned, you and I go way back, starting at least I was trying to think about this. And I think starting at least when I started dropping Noah off in TNT, which was kids ministry, um, we were we both attended the same church. Obviously, that's how we met. But in my mind, our friendship was solidified. Not not from that. I think it was when we were at a woman's event and I don't know if you were speaking. I was trying to figure that out. Were you speaking? And then I think you were speaking about kids yes. ministry. Mm-hmm. And I then was I well. looked at her and I thought, I need to talk to that chick right there. <laughs> I want to be friends with that girl. And that's really the first time, Jenny, that I like my first memory of you yeah. is that conversation that we had at that women's yeah, retreat. Yeah, see? Yeah, we Same. spent a lot of time chatting. Oh, we really it did. It was really sweet. And it was just that thing I saw you. This doesn't happen all the time, you guys. I know it. But the thing is, is sometimes you just know you want to be that person's friend. Mm-hmm. That was it with Becky and Jenny. Now, um, we both already had our kids when we met, but tell our listeners how old your children are now and briefly what they're up to as young adults. Definitely. So my oldest are twins. They're girls. They are 26. I'm going to be on 
the pressure to get their ages right. They're 26. Mm -hmm. Both of them are married and still living in the area, which I love. One of them has a baby herself who is one years old. Our grandbaby just celebrated his first birthday. Oh, it's unbelievable. So that's really sweet. Um, They are Jesus loving women. And one, my, my oldest Elizabeth is um, working and Hope stays home with Caspian and um, they're both just a delight. And my son's in law. Um, <laughs> it's re- you said it right. See, I, w- I just say son in laws, but you guys, that's not great grammar, I guess. And I was a public school. Becky wasn't even, girl. A, she wasn't even a homeschooler and she said son's in law. <laughs> I might have Googled it a few times oh, in my gosh. life. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, my um, so my sons-in-law are great. They are each a different part of a reflection of my husband. They're mm-hmm. so completely different from each other, but yeah. just little bits of each of my girls' daddy. So that's kind of fun. Aww. And then my son, Christian, is 22. He is going to graduate from mm-hmm. UW Lacrosse um, this coming December with a marketing degree. Um, he just got engaged this spring. So we have another wedding that we're looking forward to in the family, Aww. which is really exciting. Um, I can't say anything more about it because um, Maddie is not talking to Christian about details regarding dress things. So those are the things I would love to chat about right now, but Uh, no conversation. I'm sorry. So darn it. Um, And then my youngest Savannah is 19. She just finished her freshman year at UW Eau Claire and she's pursuing a degree in social work. Um, And yeah, so I've just had both of my youngers home for the summer. They're just launching out for the school year. So it's been really great to have them home. We love the time when we get all the chicks in the nest, but we love to see them doing what, what we've trained them up for. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly it. And you guys just shine so bright. Your children shine bright. You and Keith shine bright. It's anybody could attest to it. You guys just gem of a family. Now we both already. Nope. Just kidding. (laughs) We might, we're going to edit that. Okay. (laughs) We might have surprised our listeners in the intro, given the focus of obviously this homeschooling podcast, but Keith and you did not, I repeat, N-O-T, you did not homeschool your kids at all. Dun, dun, dun. And yet here we are, the Homeschool Loftcast. And we call ourselves Christians. (laughs) (laughs) And your kids turned out great. You guys, here's the thing I want to know. Tell our listeners, did you ever give it a consideration? Absolutely. Um, I will say, and I would imagine so many of your families, Jenny, must be in this situation yeah. because many are exploring homeschooling exactly for the first right. time, right? Mm-hmm. So I can remember when our youngest, the 26-year-olds, were three and we were starting to look seriously at what we were going to do about school. And it's funny because um, growing up, and I didn't come from a faith-based family at all, but um, so you just kind of went to the local public school. That's how you did school. And when our kids got to the age where we had to seriously start thinking about it, um, we just knew there were so many options out there that we could public school, we could private school, we could homeschool. Right. Um, So we looked very carefully at all of them at that time. And it's funny because I I will tell people this story all the time. We talked with our children's pastor at the time Mm -hmm. to just try to seek some wisdom from him as we were trying to navigate what to do and how to nap and um, those kinds of things. And he just looked at us very sincerely and he said, well, I'll pray for you about that. Mm -hmm. And we thought, well, 
No. <laughs> Tell us the answer, buddy. We want the Tell answer us the today. Jesus answer. Exactly. We, we want to be good Christian parents. Yes. yes. So we did actually, um, at that time, we started our kids out in a tiny little private school. Um, so Hope and Elizabeth were in that school for their first four years, kindergarten through fourth grade. Um, they were in that school and then they actually shut their doors. And it was at that time, the next year, that our son Christian would have been starting kindergarten. And um, so we had to just make decisions again at that point about what we were going to do about school. So, um, again, we just put everything on the table. We looked at other private schools. We considered homeschooling. We um, looked at the public schools. Um, And it was at that point that we journeyed into public education for Mm -hmm. our kids. And then all of them just, excuse me, went through that journey. But um, I will say, and clearly, Jenny, you and I have talked about homeschooling. (laughs) plenty over the years. So it's one of those things that I loved. Like I always loved the idea of it. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, the home is the environment of learning. Right. So great. And you guys had the Bible CD with the Bible songs, (laughs) the verses, right? You did (laughs) all those fun things. But um, I, I love in your intro when you talk about how every parent really is equipped for you know, for the call. And, um, and I believe that to be wholeheartedly true because I believe that had we, had we chosen to school our kids at home, um, that we, we certainly were set up for success for that between just how the Lord, um, has called us and gifted us, but, um, you know, what he puts in your hearts for your children. So, I think our schooling decisions have always been about trying to make the, the right decision for the moment and for the time. And which is why we just always considered it very seriously through each stage. And when doors open and shut and we had to make some of those decisions again, I mean, college is the whole next level of that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so it's, it's come across our radar enough times. It's always been given some consideration because again, I love the idea, Yeah, which I'm sure is a lot of people going, well, why wouldn't you do it then? Right. Um, But, um, and I can address that, I suppose, if you'd like as well, but it just never did hit our radar. And we uh, clearly, we put our kids into public school once, um, once Hope and Elizabeth were entering fifth grade and all of our kids navigated through the public schools through high school. Um, and it just really has been, um, it's been a healthy place for our kids. It's been, they've, they've thrived very well in the public system here. Um, they've just had great opportunities and, um, you know, it's one of those things, well, not unlike when you're homeschooling, you just continue to make sure it's the right environment and that they are healthy because any space can be an unhealthy space for your kids. Yeah. Um, so, and we just, um, fortunately in their navigating through their years, Mm -hmm. just really found it to be a Do you feel like I, cause I think homeschoolers kind of, sometimes we know this, we've talked about this, Mm -hmm. get stuck in this, in these little, um, boxes. Right. And we kind of joke about it. Let's talk about denim skirts, right? Sure. You guys, I'm wearing a denim dress right now and it's not, it's not one of those, de- it's the kind that you get at Kohl's. All right. It's totally hip. Becky said she, I actually have the matching yeah, ones. She has a matching one and we could have both been doing this. We really could have. But did you ever feel, what were your thoughts? So when the Tetzners were homeschooling, because you saw us, it's not like we stuck with the same exact, we were more the eclectic homeschoolers, right? And kind of that switching around type thing. What were your thoughts about that? Or even, I know at church, there were pretty many homeschoolers at that, right? Yep. At that time. And I would say, so did you, did you get that, the vibe, you know, did you get that vibe that there were all these different types of homeschoolers in a sense, or what were those feels kind of for you? Um, well, to your point, Jenny, I think we, we just always had so many people in our life who were choosing to homeschool their kids. 
but so differently from each other, mm-hmm. so differently from yeah. each other. Um, so really, I don't know that, um, you know, I, I guess I try to think about where I ever would have understood the stereotype of the denim skirt <laughs> and the long hair or the bun, whatever. Um, and it's that I'm raising my hand, you guys, that I had long hair and you, I wanted to have it go white right. as I got older and wear a bun. I wanted to be that girl. Yep. Turns out I got a haircut and actually dyed my hair. Funny, Jenny, is probably you looked a little bit more stereotypically like, you know, if we want to joke about the stereotypes when we first met than you did when you became a homeschooler. (laughs) That is the truth. That is such that. Yeah, because you knew me before we homeschooled. Absolutely. Wow. I knew you when. I was one of those rocking homeschoolers, you guys, is what it came down to. Maybe, Maybe that was it. It's so true. So anyway, I don't feel like, um, I don't feel like I ever had weird ideas about it. I don't think, um, it it just was so normalized in, uh, in the circles that I kept that, um, you know, so it wasn't as though I just didn't know anybody else who did it. And suddenly you were that one friend who said, I'm going to homeschool my kids. Yeah. Um, And clearly because of our relationship, I really like heard your heart's journey through all of that as well as you were trying to navigate what to do for school for your kids and, you know, making those best decisions for Noah and Madeline. So, um, so yeah, I don't have a great answer for that one. I'm sorry. What about, did you ever think, was I a pressure or did I pressure you into homeschooling? Would you say? Never. You heard it here first, folks. Never, <laughs> never, never did. Now I have to say that was then. This is now. I don't know. Things are different, you guys. Right? Things are different in society today. Uh, I know wholeheartedly that it looks very different, as you do, than what it used to look like. Sure. And I'm I'm here to tell you the Shomer kids are bright, shining stars, and. I mean, well, look at us. We were, we went, I went to a public school too, right? right? But by the grace of God, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. Unfortunately, right. nowadays, I know we talk to so many thousands of different parents that come in and um, sometimes I always encourage them to bring their kiddos in. And as you know, guess what happens? Mm-hmm. It's not good. We hear it first from the kids, right? And so I, I just, what has it been? Two years, three years, maybe? Nobody really knows. Maybe <laughs> We saw the tip of the iceberg, but we're going deep right now. We see it down there. Right. But, um, yeah, it's not like anybody, do you feel like I was going to answer for you? Nobody, we don't, we're pressures. We didn't really no. pressure, <clears throat> you know, and I think Jenny, it's interesting because, um, we didn't talk about the questions that Jenny was going to ask. So I don't like, there's some things I'd love to say, but I'm like, well, I don't know if she'll ask me that question. I'm going to hold on that for a second, Wait, but stop right here. You know why? Because I've what? totally lost track of where we are. Tina, I'm sorry. I lost track of your questions. I have no idea where I am. <laughs> it's okay. Gonna, we're just going to talk. Everybody would say in the podcast world, rip the questions up. We're having conversations. So. Yeah. So great. So anyway, um, but as I was thinking about, um, because you started out by asking the question, if I ever felt pressured by yeah. you to homeschool yes. and without a doubt, that answer was no, never, not once. Um, and there's a couple of things that come to mind when I think about that. And, um, first, because, well, clearly I started the journey. I, I was walking alongside you as you were starting the journey yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And clearly you come to a place where, um, and I've known that you are so passionate about, um, homeschooling that's, that's been evident for so long, but I think there's a difference that comes about when God really gives you a passion for something. Mm. Um, so for example, um, like I think we joked about this not long ago about social media. Yes. Cause you were off of social media for so long. Like you were just done with it, which I'm sure was a delightful season. So good. Yeah. 
Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but you came back on, especially as you were looking to launch all these things yes. with the homeschool loft mm-hmm. and clearly like a lot of your social media becomes just some really passionate, emphatic statements yeah. about the homeschooling experience. It's so true. So that makes sense because you yeah. need to be you exactly need to be an advocate for That's it right. because this is the passion. This is where yeah. you're navigating. Yeah. Now I don't hold that same passion about the public schools. I'm, right. I'm a public school mom. Um, we can go here in a second, I suppose. Yeah. But if I were to do it all over again today, I would still consider the public schools an option. Yeah. Um, and I'll address that in a moment because <laughs> people are probably like, "What is wrong Stick with this?" Stick with chick? us, moms and dads. Stick with us. <laughs> Stick with us. <laughs> We are at rated PG-13 at this point. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. And we love, we love well. Yes. Becky's my best friend. Don't judge her. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so in the scope of that, really, um, Jenny, you've just always been respectful and, and edifying of my kids and mm-hmm. who they are and of Keith and I as parents. Yeah. And I hope that you have felt the same thing about yeah, 100%. you and Joel and, and your journey with your kids. And that's really what it comes down to yes. is we just... Um, and so that's always been the case. So yes. I feel like you've, you've not, you know, although you have a platform now in particular for homeschool, it's not, you're not using it passive aggressively. To right. Try, I don't feel like you're trying to convince the world of things. This right. is your thing. Yeah, so it's true. Um, so, you know, if you think about that, that space of how you maintain friendship in the mm-hmm. scope of making some pretty different yeah. and, and powerfully different decisions yes. about the raising of your kids mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so important to remember that, um, that it's okay for us to have different passions, yeah. um, but it is important for us to have conviction yeah. about, about the choices we're making and that we really are like keeping that measure on our kids for yes. how they're doing and um, where they're at. And and is this really the best thing? Even if you're homeschooling, clearly mm-hmm. for some kids that may not be the, you know, the, the ideal situation or environment yeah. for them as right. well. So, um, so anyway, I've, I've never felt pressured. I feel like you've always just been respectful. It it has not offended me in any stretch of the imagination that, you know, that you'll put out some pretty emphatic. I'm putting out some big memes guys. All right. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, just before we started taping, I'm putting out some big memes out there. I said taping. We're not taping anything. We're recording. Thank you. We are. I'm 50, you guys. Okay. We probably still have cassette tapes that we made when we were younger. I have, because here's the reality. Okay. We, I, I wholeheartedly believe in homeschooling. Mm -hmm. I believe it's the very best thing, Yep. but I also know the reality, you know, my, my boy and I were talking about this just today. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is would I say everybody is fit for homeschooling? I would say everybody is fit for homeschooling unless you're a child abuser, right? Unless you can't handle the environment in your home is not conducive for whatever reasons. And, you know, the parents who walk through our door, it's at the homeschool loft, our physical location. It's so much more than just homeschooling. We're we're talking about family life Mm -hmm. and these decisions like you were talking about, Becky, right. it's like you revisit this every year, right? All the time. You're, you're on it with your kiddos all the time. Now, that being said, that is parenting. Right. That's called great parenting. Right. Right. And so even as a homeschooler and unfortunately, right, it's, it's not a homeschool problem. It's a, it's a parenting issue. And I think when you have parenting, if you know how sure. to parent, we would say 
by what God's word says, mm-hmm. okay, then it will be a happy and pleasing place for you the majority of the time in your home, whether it's public or private. Right. Becky's living proof. Right. I would say Joel Tetzner, my husband is living mm-hmm. proof. He he came from not a happy home. Right. And actually him being away from that bad environment was really good for him. And he was the straight A kid. He loved mm-hmm. to learn, you know. And so it's kind of a, um, you know, I hate to say the word, but it's crapshoot, you guys. <laughs> it really is because here's the reality. It's not about anything but your parenting. That's really, it comes down to parenting well. And when you're involved with your kiddos, now Becky and Keith are big, hugely um, uh, ministry. I I was with them in ministry and they just shine so bright and I've learned so much. We did kids ministry together and um, their children were involved. And so just such a happy, bright, shining family. But that's that's neither public school nor homeschool. Right. That's called parenting. Right. That's love. And so this is where things get sticky. And this is why we can't beat people up. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. Hey, clear it, girl. (laughs) Clear it. I don't think you can edit that out when you're in the middle of a statement. You guys don't edit it out. Don't just leave it. Okay, it's totally fine. Yeah, so that is what we think. We think that um, love is love. When we look at the child and we say, what is conducive? What environment is conducive to this child's heart? Well, I would say if you're hands off and you don't know what your children are doing in the public school, Mm -hmm. that's terrible parenting. It's not good. I would say if your children are at home with you and you're starting an Etsy shop and you're super busy (laughs) taking (laughs) selfies and doing that whole thing, that's not conducive to the child's environment either. That's that's not good parenting. So see, potato, patata. It's all in how you look at tomato, tomato. Yeah, exactly. Um, Oh, this is such a good one. Now, listen, I okay. I skipped a whole slew of questions because that's just how we're going to roll here with me and Becky. But Becky, what advice can you give to non homeschooling ladies Mm -hmm. who have some homeschooling friends to enable them to keep the friendship strong? Because not everybody's as kind as Jenny Tetzner. Just kidding, you guys. There's a lot of kind people out there, but, you know, nobody should feel that way. Right. Nobody should feel condemned. Um. You know, it's interesting because I you used the phrase earlier when you were talking about Tina's podcast with her friend yeah. about mutual respect. And clearly it all comes down to that. Um, so it, it can never be just one way. Yeah. But I think, especially as people who love the Lord, we should always be looking for opportunities to extend grace. Yeah. Um, I heard I was listening to a podcast at one time about just things that we have different convictions about. And that clearly this just falls right in yeah. this ball game, right? We can mm-hmm. just say as, as people who love the Lord that um, because of our faith, we're compelled. I mean, I'm sure there's so yeah. many people, especially because of their faith, who are compelled towards homeschool. Mm-hmm. And actually it's, you know, part of my own journey in this. It was funny because when we looked at public schools, I guess I'll back up for just a second. When we, when we started to consider the public schools, mm-hmm. um, we really had to um, struggle against 
really Christian media at the mm. time mm-hmm. because, and it's, it's clearly similar today, probably even more emphatically so. But I mean, we really felt like if you love the Lord and you put your kids in public schools, like you were the worst parent in the world. Yeah. Like no Jesus loving person should ever do that. Right. Because like, that's what we just heard all the time right. in, in, right. in Christian mm-hmm. circles and in Christian media. Um, so we really had to struggle against that a little bit. And yes. We had to, um, we had to talk with some, some other Christians who had their kids in the mm-hmm. public school. <laughs> Bring to, them to us. Yeah, like. To discover that. And this is why I say I would, mm. I would consider it again. I'm not saying that I would emphatically do yeah. it, but I would consider it again because what we discovered is so much of what we were warned against was actually everything we were warned against was never the experience of our children. Mm-hmm. So, and again, that's why, you know, we continue to make decisions and we pulse yeah. things as we go and all of those kinds of things. But um, now I forgot where we're even going with this. What was yeah. the question again? <laughs> yeah, I just made it up. Well, yeah, the advice. Well, what advice oh, yeah, yeah. So would you give? What advice would I would I give to somebody? Non ladies. Um, so my, my where I was going Your with people. this is um, <laughs> the this podcast that I listened to was talking about convictions, and as people who love the Lord, it should always be expected that we can kind of tax one another's charity. Yeah, but we should not have expectation of taxing one another's convictions. And so in the scope of, for example, how should I school my kids? Yes. Which, which church should I go to? Which, right. um, you know, so many of those doctrinal things that are not black and white in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm all about holding tightly to the scriptures. Yep. But for those things that aren't, there just has to be room in relationship for us to be be able to say to one another, you know what, it's okay for us to tax each other's charity here to tax a little bit of love um, for one another. That's, that's required of us as Christ followers, but it isn't, but we should not have expectation that either one of us should have to compromise our conviction that the Lord has given us about something. So, so that would be my advice and in anything that we decide in parenting, you know, because even Christian parents, not just schooling, we can think differently about what movies we should let our kids watch or books they could read. Food. Food's a big one, right? Yes. So many things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would just encourage you to, to just be mindful about that line and be willing to be gracious and charitable to other people. And, but, but to have respect for their convictions, because those are the convictions the Lord gave them. Just like, the Lord has given you your own. And and that's why I started out by saying, I don't, I'm not passionate about the public schools. I don't have a conviction by any means that everybody should be in the public schools. It just worked fine for us. You're not out there. You're not, we're not have memoirs. Okay. Have memoirs. Jenny posts a meme on homeschooling. Becky posts one on in the comments. That would be hysterical. We could start. We We might just do it today. You guys, I don't know. See what what Becky's going to put out there. Follow me, Jenny Tessner. And the homeschool loft, you guys. Yes, now, what was I going to say about this whole thing? I don't know. You know what? I was just thinking as you were talking. I Tell feel me. like it, it was never even really a thing between us. No. Like it never. Never. Like even this whole thing. We never had to talk about it. No. it just never even existed. No. Because. Well, yeah. It just never did. <laughs> no, I mean, we well, never. When you asked me about coming in, I thought. Yeah. What are we going to talk about? Because. I know. It just was never a thing. It just wasn't a thing. I know. No, because yeah. really, I, I I hope our experience with each other has been yeah. um, grace. And and honestly, Jenny, like, you know, this is it. I know it doesn't always go this way because not everybody's as kind as Jenny Tetzner. Stop right there. Um, okay. You guys, I'm this is my favorite <laughs> podcast yet. This episode, because I'm currently drinking my favorite lemon lime twister bubbler. 
And Becky's here, you guys. It just doesn't get any better. It's perfect. It's so good. So good. Okay, go on. Okay. I forgot what we were talking I know. About you guys, we're old, okay? <laughs> no, I'm not old. I'm 50. What were you saying? Oh, it was never a thing between us. Oh, it just So wasn't. when you came in and then you're like, I don't even know what, oh, what could we even... Talking about kindness. I understand yes. that not everybody yeah. is. I keep setting my bottle down loudly. Are you picking that up? You know what they're going to do? They're going to edit that right out. Love it. You don't even, <laughs> you don't even know what I'm talking about, podcast world. <laughs> Now I seem like a crazy lady. <laughs> sometimes, actually, listen, sometimes they say that, you know, just the sounds, you guys, it, it brings it to life. We're in your ear. You might be jogging. I'm drinking a bubbler. Watch. Oh, I heard it. People might not like that, but sometimes <laughs> it's soothing. When I hear people drinking coffee, I'm like, I could go for coffee, but back to Becky. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, not everybody is as kind as Jenny Tetzner. Aww, Same with you. In friendship, my hope would be that we're always desiring the best for one another. Yeah. And so there was just no denying, Jenny, as we were walking through things that you were always striving to put, do the best for your family and for your kids. Mm. And you, and being your friend, I felt like I was always affirmed in what I was doing as a mom to, to do um, the best for my kids as well. Aww. So, yeah. um, so yeah. So I think that's why it was a non thing yeah. because that's, that's friendship. Well, that's the same too. I mean, because when I talk about parents doing it well, mm -hmm. that's you and Keith, you're not hands off, you're right. hands on, right. You know, what's going on. It, it's not that we send our children off, you know, on the bus all day. We have no clue, nothing We're hands off. You're doing life together. Right. And that that right there, that's where we say, this isn't about homeschooling or public schooling. This is about parenting. Right. And that's where the, you know, right. that's where the buck stops right there. Well, and let me say this too, because <clears throat> although it just wasn't a thing for us, I guess I can yeah. envision, I'm, I'm trying to be mindful also of our personalities. Yeah. True. You know, so. Which is why we might not get anything done, guys. <laughs> it's so true. No. We're just peace, love, and fun, fun girls. We're just sitting here trying to have a good time. We're sorry, Tina. I know we're going to bring this back home. Yes. But anyway, so I can, I can certainly imagine, um, you know, what if I was a public school administrator? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure this falls within the scope oh, as yeah. well, right? Like true. people who just feel so truly, genuinely feel passionate yes. about their it, about the spaces in which they are. And, um, I, I, cause I don't want to imply that, um, if things get, if there's tension that's built between friends, that it means it's not a good friendship. I don't want to suggest that for yeah. a moment. Um, right. because I think just like any relationship, the, the goal then is to navigate through tension in a healthy way. So, yeah. um, you know, so be who you are and that's have right. your passions and, and navigate right. in all of that. But yeah. Um, so I just, because I think that that's true. We could define our terms. Like what, what is friendship? And I, you know, we've heard it said, maybe we read it in a book sometime about different levels of friendship. And I, mm -hmm. I think that's a thing too. see where this can get a little bit sticky. Yes. Like Becky, mm -hmm. it's yeah, we say friend, but the reality is she's really like my family. Right. And so honestly, there's not, you know, I think, and I'm not denying this is true. I'm sure that it's so hard moms um, that when you, that you're bucking. We, we sometimes call them naysayers here in the homeschool world, right? There's going to be naysayers. But I always say that naysayers who aren't homeschooling are doing it with love. You know, the ones like kind of maybe your family members and people of the sort, right? They just want the best. That's all it is, mm -hmm. right? And when you can recognize that, tension doesn't need to be a thing because love is the underlining thing. They're, they're passionate for you. They're passionate for your children. And so you don't have to be offended by it because there's all, there will always be naysayers. Right. And so what you can say is I appreciate 
I appreciate that you care so much, but this is my family. And, but back to the friendship thing, um, I think sometimes if you're just going head to head, like Becky and I said, we didn't have a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you might, you might want to kind of step back a little bit and say, well, where are we in this friendship anyway? Right. Right. I, I think it's not conducive to stay in an environment and call it friendship if you just can't get beyond these trivial things in life that aren't really, you know, that they, they just don't matter. Right. So, because again, it's about taxing one another's charity, not our yes. connections. So. I love that. I and love it. Right. <laughs> That's well, an N.T. right. Is it really? Yeah. Uh, I just love books and people and just doing the whole thing. We are on question 12. Wow. You guys, I, I'm trying to do this radio announcer. I've never done that in my life. All right. Nothing really matters here. Even I'm looking at these questions, but we've just pretty much hit the whole entire everything in a, in a couple of questions. What are some things I could have done differently to be a better friend to you during our kids growing up years? You are a great friend to me Thanks, during Becky, our same. kids growing up years. Ah, uh, I 100%. And we did life together. We did. I'm talking about life, you guys. We're talking sleepovers, camping, kids ministry. Crying kids, sick oh kids. Oh my gosh, all of it. Lice. Yeah, lice. <laughs> That's when I sent the kids home. You, you got lice? Get here and pick it up. And you know who it was? I won't mention any names, but I was terrified to say the least, you guys. Just lice. It's no big deal. Um, I think Jenny, um, yeah. when you talk about though in friendship and I was just thinking when you asked like what advice I yes. would offer, I yes. think, and, and I think this falls on both sides of the coin. Yes. You who the non-homeschooling moms well, particularly. Right. But you had mentioned the naysayers and I think yeah. it's important, um, for w- within the scopes of friendships. And even if you're not the closest intimate friends, mm-hmm. right. But, um, I think people just need to be affirmed and encouraged in those decisions that they're making their value based decisions. And even if, um, so I think it's worth noting that many people who navigate into homeschool still do not get the whole, like it's not usually the warm fuzzies from their family. They they are coming up against naysayers. Um, and therefore where we have a place and an opportunity to really encourage somebody because of that, like those value-based parenting decisions they're making, we should encourage and we should celebrate that. And, Uh um, so, so I guess that's like, that strikes me as something that would be so important for those who, who aren't making that same choice, um, is to just really try to be a part of that win for those families, because, um, to your point, all of this comes down to parenting yeah. at some point. And these yeah. are, these are big parenting decisions and they're scary. Yes. And, you know, every just, we were scared to go into the public schools. So right. we, we needed some people to say right. to us, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And if it's not, you're, it's not a life sentence. Right. Um, exactly. There's always actually, choices. I think I've heard you say that about homeschooling yeah. as well. It's like, so it's true. It's going to be okay. And if not, it's not a life sentence. Yeah, it's can, not. We can find something else. Exactly. <laughs> and so. it's funny when I do hear parents, well, it's not funny. It's, it's disheartening because we keep on saying, right, this is, we're, the middle ground here is called parenting. That is the foundation. This is what we're talking about. And it breaks my heart that parents believe no matter what side they're on, that they're not equipped to the call. Mm-hmm. Now that can be public school and that can be, right. and that's why, that's why I think so many parents are hands off is they, they just, you know, when they send their kids away, it's hard then to even know what they were talking about, what they were right. doing. And they don't feel equipped because in the same way with homeschoolers, they don't know how to do the math or they don't mm-hmm. know how that part about history. And, you know, oftentimes we have parents that come in that say, I, I'm afraid I'm going to fail. I just had a dad come in and he just point blank said, I, I'm afraid. What if homeschooling fails? 
And I said, oh, but there's no such thing. Right. Right. Homeschool. It's not homeschool. It's That's parenting. learning and educating, <laughs> exactly. right? I mean, it's, it's exactly getting to that point. And when you fail, you course yeah. correct and you figure out yes. what do we have to do differently? How should we navigate this in a way that, you know, gets yeah. us in the direction we want to be? So That's the learning. Oh, yeah. The failing is the learning, right? It is. But you cannot... I mean, you, you could fail your kids. You could fail them if you were hands off parent, if you were a parent who wasn't. And when we say you're tuned into your kiddos, it's all the time, right? They're changing. And I mean, we've met so many people, right? Even just in kids ministry Mm -hmm. of parents kind of just dropping their kids off and right. Very hands off. Right. (laughs) And, and it's just a heartbreak because I don't know. Right. Then, then we talk about, well, why is the system corrupt? Well, I would say the system is corrupt because there aren't enough people who even care, who even know that there is a system. Maybe that's it. Right. Maybe that's the thing. But, um, oh, let's see. Our friendship has survived not only us choosing different educational paths for our children, but also time, including now when we've not attended the same church. Mm -hmm. What are some of the key things you recommend to women for maintaining long-term friendships like ours? Now, this is a loaded question, I feel like. it's a loaded question. That's a big one. I know, because friendship is harder than we think for women. It is. And it's, it's, you know, yeah, so you answer it. See, I'm just talking for you. (laughs) Drinking my bubbler, guys. (laughs) I have to think on that one for a second, though. Boy. Do you want to see my sheet in case you forget? (laughs) Did you notice how many times I've asked you the question again? That's because I am a visual learner. I know, I, same. I always do same. better when I'm looking at something, but yeah. I really didn't want to see the questions. Do you want to see this? It's number 13. You guys, then I have to put on my glasses. Yeah. Get your glasses. Becky's okay. going to get her glasses You might hear me picking up my glasses now. It's totally okay. It's, it's, oh, uh, I'm sliding them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number 13. You might need to talk while I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, guys. It is, um, so many times, depending on the level of friendship where you're at, this is my take. How about I say my take and then okay, you say your take. Ahead. Okay. Here's what I would say. We talked about how friendships, you know, people do struggle with friendships. Women, women struggle with friendships. I think what's kept our friendship alive so long is that we're not those kind of strugglers with friendships. In the state. <laughs> I'm trying to be really kind. I think we're both just really, um, I don't have that in me. Like, I, I don't come from that, right? A right. friend. Friends are friends forever if the Lord's the Lord of them. Remember that song? Yeah. Okay, it's true. A friend is a friend forever if the Lord's the Lord of them. And so for us, it's never been based on external things. Mm-hmm. It is inside. God has brought us together. And that's something that he, he said was going to be a thing. So we don't struggle with it. We're not the type. We just pick up wherever. It might be how long, right? Right. I mean, when's the last time I saw you? When you and Keith laid on the horn and stuff showed up in front of our house. <laughs> we just, we found your house without an address. Across from the Lutheran church. Yep. <laughs> yep. We had some good. But I mean, that was a while back. <clears throat> that was a while back. That's true. And before that, I don't know, because we go some. Yeah, we go stretches. some lengths. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I miss you. I miss you too. It's really I was nice looking one. forward to today. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Um, Okay. So (laughs) things that we've done. Are you going to have to edit out that cough? We're going to leave that one in there, guys. (laughs) Nobody has COVID here. Okay. It's just a cough. Just a cough. Um, 
things that have helped our friendship survive, even in the scope of time. Yeah. Um, clearly so many of the things we've talked about, because to your point, Jenny, we haven't, um, we just haven't chosen offense. I feel like we've just yeah, always chosen to believe the best about each other. Mm -hmm. So there's never been, you know, and I feel like, and I'm, I'm not at all about bashing women. <laughs> yeah, same. Me either. Um, so I, I want to be careful about it. Yeah. But, um, but I will say as a mom who's raised three girls, it certainly has been a topic of conversation often in our home mm -hmm. about how to navigate difficulty with other girls, because, yes. because we do know so many women who struggle with relationship as adults because they yeah. haven't figured out how to navigate through some of these very common issues that come up in, in friendships. So um, so in what we had already said, we, we haven't had a lot of issues that have come up in our friendship. Not um, really. So, so that's a, a different animal there about having tools to do that. And I think it's important that girls have tools for yes. that, that. So they become women who have tools for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think it does come down to perspective. And like I was just saying, we've, we've just always believed the best in the other person. Yeah. I so, agree. so it's never been hard to have time and distance go by it. It, to, yeah. you know, to, like we said before, it was one of those things where like our hearts just discover that, oh, we've just yeah. like, we've been missing something yeah, because we just love yes. to be together. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, so that's just very real, but it, it never feels like, why isn't Jenny calling me? How yeah. come, you know, why right. haven't I heard from her? Why uh -huh. isn't she asking me things? How come I, we just, yeah, we've it's never, like not even on the rate. Like no, it's, it's I, not even in us. Like I don't even have no. the, and it's never been, you know, the, the thing is, is you're right about that, right? You go back, you teach your little girls that because that, that's the thing is it doesn't matter again, whether it's public school, whether it's homeschool, that is a very real tactic of the enemy mm -hmm. to, to destroy women, right. especially. Right. And I think that's women lead with their emotions oftentimes. Right. right? And, um, the thing of it is, is you have to be so confident. We, we have to be so confident in who we are not to be braggers, not to be that, but we have to be so confident in, into who we are that that jealousy thing, it doesn't exist. Do you know how you keep that out? You go to God's word and you renew your mind and you say, I know who I am in Christ. So I don't have to try to be like Becky Schomer. I can praise her for doing well without feeling insecure myself. I can champion her ideas because God, I see her as God sees her. God calls her for this. And I, I don't feel like this is a competition, right? It's not something like that. But oftentimes when that, when you don't know who you are in Christ, right? I think that's, don't, would you say that? that? That's kind of the thing that kind of goes wonky then. Right. And, um, and then friendships, they, it just seems like they can't survive. Like all of these things, even without us, um, you know, we're talking homeschooling, obviously, and, and schooling, public schooling, but we could apply the same principle to anything in life. Right. Do you agree everything with your husband? And then do you leave him because you don't? The answer is no, hopefully, right? <laughs> Not yet. Hopefully, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we look at, well, even where this crazy world is today. I mean, the truth of the matter is, is, my mom and dad, whom I love with my whole entire heart, well, they're, they're in their seventies and they're vaccinated. Like, I'm not going to leave them. I'm not going to be bashing them. and be like, we're done. You know what? I hate you now. And it doesn't matter how much love we had in the past. We're shutting this whole thing down. It can't be guys. It can't be because the truth of the matter is we're to love period. Right. Right. And when the foundation Amen. is on Jesus Christ, then, then it's strong. 
And it's I, good. It's it's not the sinking sand. <laughs> are most of your families, Jenny, are they Christian families? Or do you no. get people coming in from? Okay. Yeah. We just, it's whoever, right? Sure. And and that can be kind of sticky as well. But you know what we know? We know that God always sends each and every person to us. And, Absolutely. And then I, I learn from them half the time. That's the thing is that uh, we stand firm. We stand strong on who we are. But here we all are sharing this earth. Right. And that's the thing. We're all sharing it together. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just trying to get by. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you have any parting thoughts? Absolutely. Um, parting thoughts. Parting thoughts. Make it good. Becky, think on this one. Hmm. Boy, I, I feel like maybe in the scope of where we've navigated with the conversation, Jenny, that it, it just feels like a point that can't be emphasized enough, that importance to just truly celebrate um, the, our friendships, the women in our lives, the, yes. their willingness to do the uncomfortable and some of the hard things and, and to trust. And this is why I asked about if, if people are Christian families or not. And I know that not all are, and I'm sure not all of your listeners are, but, yeah. um, you know, w- we are, and yep. we, so we stand on God's word and, yes. and just trusting truly that he, he really does equip us for every good work. Mm-hmm. His word says so. That's right. You know, and parenting is a good work. Homeschooling is a good work. Mm-hmm. These are things that he is, and he will be faithful to equip us. We don't have to do it on our own. We've got just a great helper in the Lord and through his spirit. So, um, so I think it's important that we just remember to, to tap into that. If we, if you are a person of faith, that you're just being grounded in truth and the truth of God's word and whether you are or aren't that, mm-hmm that we just will be a voice for truth and for love and for celebrating the, the women in our lives and the the families in our lives. I'm sure you have men who are listening as well. So that, um, you know, so that, that really in the end, everything is being accomplished that those great purposes that you desire for your kids, for your family, for your life are being accomplished. Thank you so much for listening to us today. Be blessed friends. Mm -hmm.